Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Got the notepad out today, Dre. Love that. We are absolutely not twerking just because we were one minute late. I got a full page of notes here from today's practice. Great. I've got my note app as full of notes. It's a Hell great yeah. time. Let's go. I've D- learned new names. DNVR buffs prime time. Let's go. Uh, we're getting berated. Pres- accusations. Do we want to throw a presented by them? We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Y'all there know Illegal Pete's is the spot. Don't have to ask people if they go to yeah. Illegal Pete's. You just ask them what they order at Illegal Pete's. And you'll get a straight answer. Um, we're being berated by production yeah. calling us divas. Divas, yeah. How dare they? That's true. How it's dare just they? Allie. Allie just is calling Allie, us divas. Our dear old friend. Um, and OG of BSN Buffs. Then. It's true. Yeah. One, t- one time on air BSN Buffs talent. Famously my favorite of the BSN Buffs voices. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about that. We are not here to talk about that. We have a lot to talk about today, uh, and we got to start with the news of the day. <laughs> we walked out there, and I got to give a shout out to my guy Darius um, because he knew everyone would be all over this the second that they noticed it. So the second that we walked into practice, he said, hey, J5 got his number. Boom. We saw it. We got it out. And uh, congratulations to him. Now, there's been some debate on our post-practice takeaways. Um because I said, you know, you thought maybe Shador gets it first or you Travis gets it first, but no, it's Jimmy who gets it first. People are like, well, Coach Prime did already say two's off limits, which I agree. We all know Shador's getting number two, but I, fi- I find it notable that Jimmy actually gets his printed on the yeah. jersey first. I do too, I think. And I thought um, Nick Williams's comments on that were telling. I, I actually think we might play that clip a little later, but he was saying like he's earned it. He's done everything <coughs> right. You see it in the well-off videos. Um, I mean, you see it in practice, too, you know? Like, Jimmy's the guy who's getting those extra plays, those extra little wrinkle plays, those sweeps. It's also the guy who, when they're running the physical drills, like, just stands out because no one takes him off. He's doing everything right. He's doing everything they ask of him. He's a tone setter and uh, just seems like a guy who the entire team is behind, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Dylan Edwards had some really good stuff to say about him, too. For sure. And, and 
I think <clears throat> Coach Prime knows how to motivate these guys. Yeah. And also, yeah. he knows how to reward them. And so one of the rewards that I've noticed over the last couple of days is sending the players who he believes, you know, showed out at practice out to talk to the media. Uh, and, you know, yesterday it was the kickers because no kicker missed a kick in the entire practice. Coach Prime wanted those guys to get recognition for it. Yeah. He sends them out there yep. uh, and, you know, get, gives them a chance to get their name out there and get in front of the cameras. Um, today it was Dylan Edwards. But another, obviously, the utmost payoff right now you can get for doing the right things is getting your number yeah. so i don't i think it's going to be a, a continuous rollout with this like i don't think it's going to be like j5 gets his first and then tomorrow we go out there and everyone's got a number like no no it's no. going yep. to continue to be Gradual. a slow drip and i think you know again shador travis those guys could get their number at any time but i think the guys who maybe aren't as heralded mm -hmm. are going to get that type of recognition first. Um, and, you know, Jimmy obviously has become, uh, I would say, a star of this team so far. Like, when you're talking about him, it's it's Shador, Travis, Jimmy. Is Big kind Jimmy of the way that, guy, huh? I think that's just kind of the way that people are viewing it. Too bad you didn't <clears> get him <throat> in the My Guys draft, huh? I deserved him in the My Guys <laughs> draft. It was a merely issue <laughs> with formatting the My Guys draft, and I was robbed of Jimmy Horn. Oh, facts, so facts say otherwise. But he it is like you're a big Jimmy Horn guy. That's he is great. a he is a honorary part of my team. Yeah. Um, so congrats to him. Who you got next? Who's next? As far as standouts? No. Who's gonna get their number next? I kind of got the feeling after today's practice and then that we actually got to speak with him at the presser. This is recency bias. Sure. It's recency <laughs> bias, but I got the feeling maybe Dylan Edwards may be coming up next. Wow. That would be an upset, I think. Yeah. And yeah. sick because he's be a freshman. Awesome. It would be awesome. I mean both like very fresh faces, very new to campus. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean everyone's kind of fresh faces and new to campus for the most part, but <clears throat> I'm going to go a guy who I think remember, you don't wear well, at least at Jackson, you don't wear a C on your chest, you wear an L on your chest for leader. <clears throat> Not captain's leaders. I think this guy's going to eventually have an L on his jersey if that's the way they decide to do it here as well. And I think he's going to be the next guy to get his number. What's funny is I don't know what number he's going to wear because he said he wanted zero and coach prime says no zeros. So it's Shane Cox. Uh, Nick Williams talked about him as a guy who's setting the standard, a guy who's being a leader on his defensive line. He's the only guy I believe that Nick Williams called out by name when asked who is setting the standard in your group. Yeah. Um, so I think that that kid, we heard from him one of the first days that they came out from practice. Um, he obviously has the Ivy League background. Um, he is an absolute grinder. He tore up the Ivy League, and I think I think he's next. You're just doing the my guys draft all over again. Huh? <laughs> I mean, Jordan Dominic. Redemption. Yeah, exactly. Um, God, we need those numbers though. First practice I've had oh, for under Coach Prime and. I'm like, I'm making judgment calls based on how long someone's name. Like, we need numbers, please. It's really tough, man. It is hard. <laughs> shout out to Nikki Edwards. I got to give a shout out to Nikki Edwards. Elite. Um, you guys have seen her on this show before. She is the absolute queen of identifying players on the field. Like, 
I try my best. I'm squinting. I'm trying to see the back of the number. You're trying to see what's on the thing. Yep. And eventually, I'm just like, I should just give up and ask Nikki. I'm like, Nikki, who was that? She always knows. Uh, highly impressive. So she deserves uh, her flowers on that one. Amazing shout out. You know what would be interesting is if my call of Dylan Edwards is correct, at camps, he wore number five. I believe at high, in high school, he wore number two. Okay, well, neither of those are Both an of those are off the right. So where would he go? Man. I mean, he's a, he's a one. He's a one. He is a one. That'd and be an no, outstanding one. Now, Coach Prime, I believe, said he is going to choose who's number one. Um, Dang. Now, I, I mean, you, I assume you have to want it, but it feel, Dylan Edwards screams number one. I felt like Jimmy Horn should be number one, um, but he's attached to five. J5 is a sick nickname. J5, man. <clears throat> um, All in. Travis is obviously a number one and guy. And has to be single digit, Dylan. We agree on that. If, if yes, if he's next in line. Yeah, because those are going to go They're going to go real quick. I mean, you're already short two. Two and five are called for. Yep. 12 is off limits. Obviously, that's not a single digit. But unless one goes to Travis, but again, he's he was 12. Um, it's said that I think he might have said at some point, like it's 21 reversed. Um, so he likes that. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Dylan is is tailor made for number one, and it doesn't feel like there's that much competition from the best players on the team wanting number one. There you go. That'd be perfect. Some sick number ones have come through Boulder. I mean, obviously Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. <clears throat> but Ben Kelly. Do you ben remember that? Kelly. Uh-uh. Oh my God. We gotta get some Ben Kelly highlights. Ben Kelly was a uh, a returner uh-huh. who was absolutely electric. I think he got drafted like in the f- in the mid rounds to the what Miami year Dolphins. What are we talking about? Huh? What oh, years are we uh, talking about? Let's see. I was in first, second, or third grade, just because I can remember when I was what school I was at when we were talking about where he got drafted. Um, so it would have been that's like six, like ninety eight, like, ninety nine. I'm just like, my mind's the same way. I can like reference any part of my life based on some like sports combo I've had. I love that about you. Oh, yeah. Or I like mean, sports thing that happened. It's like, oh, no, I threw my jersey into the chimney. Yeah. That's the World Cup 98. I was in <laughs> fifth grade. Uh, you know? Yeah. Allie and I recall the entire beginning of our relationship based off of what Buffs game was that week. Right, right. Yeah. Because we're like seeing each other on the yeah, weekends. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that was the ASU game. And we did that. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's how I re- recall pretty much my entire life is via sports memories. Beautiful. Um, okay. So. J5's got his number. Yes, right. You've got Dylan next. I've got Shane Cokes next. Yes. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Obviously, Shador and Travis could be at any moment. You got a scoop? I do have a scoop. So this has been a funny thing that's been floating around <laughs> in Buff Nation, and I need you guys to spread the word on this because I had a feeling it was uh, unnecessary fear, and I, and I confirmed it today. Um, so in one of the Reach the People videos from uh-huh. our guy Darius, he talked to Luke, uh, who is one of the top guys in equipment. Yeah. And Luke was going through the helmets and just like very passively skimmed over and didn't make a big deal out of it at all. But he was like, oh, we're done with the gold ones talking about helmets and then moved on. And there have been some like um, very 
like con- concentrated meltdowns over this uh-huh. of like, wait, is Coach Prime <laughs> taking away gold helmets from the buffs? Which goes against everything that we know about Coach Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just I asked, I asked, I said, are, are they getting rid of the are are you, are I, you know are you getting rid of the gold helmets? The answer is no. The gold helmets are not going anywhere. He was talking about a specific Man of version the right here. of the gold helmets that they aren't going to use. Um, there's going to be plenty of gold helmets, as Bryce and I theorized there yesterday. There will probably go. be chrome gold helmets um, coming along pretty soon here. So everyone spread the word. Everyone calm down. The gold helmets aren't going anywhere. That being said, there might only be three of the current helmets in the mix. Wow. So there you go. A little uh, a little scoop and tease. Lots will be changed. Lots will be changed. Please spread the word on that. Yeah. Um, let it be known. Gold helmets forever going to be here. All right. Before we get into <laughs> uh, Eric in the comments, says, thank God. I know I was paranoid, but it's great to hear from you guys. Yes. That's a fact. You can confirm it. Gold helmets not going anywhere. Straight from Luke's mouth. <coughs> True reporting right here. There you go. Okay, before we get into just the hardcore notes from practice, let's talk a little bit about the pressers, and I want to start here. What was your biggest takeaway from talking to Dylan Edwards and Coach Nick Williams? (coughs) I think from Nick Williams in particular, I was just most impressed by how much respect he has for the staff how much he's learning and it's kind of some of the stuff we've been talking about like what an opportunity this is he talked about the coach prime effect um you know and like the how it's like you can just see it on the on the players and stuff and you can see it in practice as well where like everyone looks to him to signal touchdowns and stuff like that um and you can just hear it from from coach Williams and how like every morning that man is waking up and grinding being the best he can be because he is being pushed. He is looking up to and sees, you know, coach prime coach Kelly, all these great coaches. Uh, coach Ducey was the other one. He Dancy. had Dancy. Um, that's what I took, you know, like you see it in these videos, but like, Man, you can feel it. You can hear it. It permeates through that building. Yeah. It's it's not manufactured. It's that really, is very real. It's really special, man. I I could talk to Nick Williams all day. Um, I, I he has a, an interesting voice, and I say this because when he when you hear him on the field and he's and he's yelling at the players, he can really get loud. When he's just talking, he's really quiet. So you know, people in our video were like. I can't hear. I can't hear him. Like I know he was talking uh, really quietly, but I I love just soft spoken the way that he he's so pat. You can feel the passion mm-hmm. in every word that he says, and um, we'll play the clip from him here in just a second because I thought he had such an awesome answer um, to my question. Yeah, that's what really stood out to me was his answer to your question. Let's actually so. go to that right now, Alyssa. That's a uh, Coach Nick Williams. Yep, talking I, well, real quick before you toss to it. He was ta- he had talked multiple times. I have to prove myself every day. I have to prove myself every day. I have to earn it every day. And so I asked him, do you feel like you are proving that you belong? Do you feel like you are proving that you belong? Um, no, I don't. Um, I got to do more. I got to do more. 
Uh, I won't ever feel like I belong. You know, I don't take anything for granted where I came from. I come from humble beginnings, South Georgia. So, no, I, I got to do more. I got to get on the level, level of Coach South sincerely. You know, I got to get on the level of Coach Kelly or Coach Vincent Jansen. You guys should have heard him talk after practice. He's another guy that I rely on, Coach Jansen. He's the head coach before. He's elite. And when I really love Coach Jansen, I lean on him. And um, it's been fun. I got to shoot. I got to prove to Coach Jansen why I belong. You know? That's a special mindset. It, I mean, it 100% is. And I can relate to it a little bit in our walk of life, you know, and that's just like such a great place to be at. Oh, yeah. And, and that's how you make it. And that's why I say over and over every single opportunity I get, he's going to be a head coach one day. Because if you bring that mindset every single day to whatever you do, you will succeed. 100%. 100%. You will. And, and, and it's really impressive. Honestly, like one of the most dangerous things in the world is complacency. Yeah. Um, yeah. And complacency can put you in a bad spot quickly. I mean, this is was a little bit different, but I think, the, you know, some of the struggles you're seeing with the Nuggets right now are because they got complacent because it, it was coming so easy to them and they had a seven game lead, seven and a half game lead yeah. on the one seed with like 16 games left. And they just kind of said, all right, we're good. Um, hopefully they can snap out of that. But, you know, that's just one of many things I think. And, and I think we really fight it in in the college game with coaches trying to make sure that these players don't get complacent um and, and i think it's just a one of the one of the more dangerous things in life is complacency so yeah the no fact doubt. that he no doubt just yeah. avoids that at all costs and essentially said i will never feel like i don't you know l like i've earned my spot i always have to make sure that i'm i'm pushing harder and harder to earn my spot my biggest takeaway of the press conference Dre, is that these people, if they're going to show up to Buff's practice, need to come correct. Oh, wow. Number one, who cool. the fuck is Coach Sanders? Biggest takeaway on it, huh? <laughs> Don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Number two. That's an important note, guys. <laughs> like, we might, we, we really, we got to remember this, okay? I, who the F is Coach Sanders? <laughs> we might want to put that in some booklets for you. Okay, let's let's get this right. Come correct is is very correct on that one. Yeah. Speaking of the homie Neely in the comments, what is up? Oh, the pregame show. Our guy. That's one click away. Just click that. Go subscribe if you haven't already. Yep. Incredible stuff coming out. He's been doing like a series of just like behind the scenes with every coach. And God, oh, it's, it's good so stuff. Good. It's so good. good. I mean, we just highlighted how cool this staff is. And so, I mean, to be able to get those profiles in is so cool, man. So anyways, come correct with the questions. <laughs> uh, there was another one that, oh, another person asked him about, like, uh, asked Dylan Edwards, like, what did Coach Prime sell you on? And it's like, how many times does Coach Prime have to say he doesn't sell anything? And I love that Dylan Edwards threw it right back at him and said, Coach Prime doesn't sell anything. Like, that shows you um, that players listen when Coach Prime speaks, you know, because he basically recited exactly what coach prime would have said to that answer if he said what do you sell these kids on how many times i'm pretty sure that question was asked maybe by the same person how are you selling kids on coming to colorado in the signing day press conference he said i don't sell anything he doesn't sell anything gotta, come we gotta correct come, we gotta come, come correct come correct please watch some well-off videos oh, do we a little background oh. we can't just show up with a camera and a microphone someone's gonna end up putting themselves in a bad situation yeah not like 
they're just gonna get they're just gonna get clowned. Also, we need to open it up. Like it's it's way more big time. It'd been a minute since I was in that facility. It'd been uh, yep. two three pro days ago, and uh, yep. And, and we talked a little bit about um, Jace Feely yesterday because people asked he called him Dion, which I almost feel like I'm saying like a bad word if I say that. Um, he, he called him Dion yesterday in a press conference, and a lot of people were saying like, "Hey, you got you got to get your respect right." Um, with coach prime and and i defended him in the sense of i just think he's known him for so long that's probably how he originally grew up knowing him um but you know some people in the comments made some really good points number one that i loved was you would never hear an alabama kicker saying oh yeah nick had us trying out field goals from 45 yards so great point um and then another person said you know it's it's kind of a cultural thing like especially where coach prime comes from in the south and uh, I, even the East, I think, is pretty big on Mr. or Mrs. so-and-so, or unless uh-huh. they have another title like coach or uncle or auntie. So um, it was, uh, it's interesting. And I think people are right. I put it out as a poll just because I was curious. Because when I grew up, I'm telling you, 100% of my friends' parents insisted that we called them by their first name. Mm. Um, that, so I, I'm not used to that. Um, and I thought that was like a Colorado thing or maybe even a Western half of the United States thing. Yeah. I think it might be like pretty uniquely positioned to Boulder. It's just like such a laid back town that yeah. everyone is like, ah, oh, don't call me that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for, for those of you who haven't been here or been to Boulder, like you could go to like a, so like every year I go to like the Humane Society Gala. Uh-huh. Um, which I don't even think they use the word gala because that's like too fancy for Boulder, but it is a gala. Uh-huh. There are people there who wear like Crocs. Yeah. Now, every year I also go, Allie's mom is the CEO of a nonprofit in yeah. Washington, D.C. Yep. And I go to that gala. That is black tie. Yep. I don't think there's such a thing as a black tie event in Boulder. Uh, so it, it's just an interesting kind of shift. Um, but I think, uh, you know, thinking back on it, I do think it would be proper and smart for Jace Feely to start calling him Coach Prime. Come correct. Get it right. Exactly. Everyone's got to come correct. Got to come correct. Every single one of them. Including maybe the university itself. Let's uh, expand it a little for the media. You yep. know? Yeah. Any, uh, any more takeaways from Dylan Edwards? Hmm. Good kid, man. Good kid, good head on his shoulders. Like just here here's my biggest takeaway. You think more of this CU team from like player one to player ninety-five are more media savvy than most football teams you've been around? A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I've been I've been at pro days. I've been at it really stands out as senior bowls when it's like this guy's about to be a top hundred pick in the NFL and clearly hasn't had to do much media. Because he's, I don't know, the starting right guard or, like, a linebacker at a, like, you know, 500 pro UTSA maybe. And it's like he's not media savvy. These kids at CU have more media savvy than your run of them. And it's, you know, Travis has his own video. Zico's already, like, they're under, you're there on camera with with guys like Bucky and Darius around them, you know, and, and and they're getting that exposure. Coach Prime literally brings in people to train them from a media standpoint, um, and you know he has people like Neely mm-hmm. in the building to talk to these guys and teach them the ways. And 
it, it goes a really long way. I, I've always said I wish I could tell even NFL players, just pretend to like the media for two minutes a week and it'll take you so far. Absol of course, yeah. And I mean, you wonder if that's the kind of player that's maybe more interested in Coach Prime. Maybe that's the kind of player that Coach Prime's instinctively more interested in, you know? Because like even Jace, Jace Feely, those quotes are great, you know? Like you hear him talk like, yeah, it's like this guy... You know, so it's just like I'm, the more I get to know the team, it's like, oh, man, they kind of stand out in this way. They know what they're doing, uh -huh. certainly. And the big thing for me, as Dylan Edwards is up there or anyone else, I just keep coming back to Coach Prime's thing. Smart, tough, fast, disciplined with character. And it's like, man, it really stands out when you get to talk yep. to one of these guys. Yep. Uh, and you get to see them on, in the same day uh, practicing. So um, good stuff. Actually, let's, uh, let's toss my biggest takeaway from Dylan. We have one more. A uh, clip from the presser. Loved his answer here. What NFL players do you look up to or maybe model your game after a bit? I like a few guys. I like Debo Samuel, uh, Tank Dale. Um, at the running back position, I love Saquon, although he's a bigger guy. He knows how to fit well in gaps and stuff like that. Kind of free business. So I just try to look at guys like that and try to replicate when the game after. You mentioned a couple wide receivers there. When Coach Prime was talking about you on signing day, you mentioned that you might get out and, and play a little bit of wide receiver. Is that something that you want to do? Oh, yeah. We've been working on some stuff. And uh, I got to get down the running back plays before I can go to the receiver position right now. So um, I'm just trying to get dialed in and locked in with the plays right now. So I can, you guys can see me at another position as well. Who do you look up to? Who do you model your game after? The first one he says is Debo. Debo. And it was something we've talked about on this show going back to even before signing day about how we feel like he could fit really well in that slot role when you're just trying to get the ball out quickly and get it into the hands of guys in space who are dangerous. We said, man, maybe Dylan Edwards can line up in the slot on one side. You can have Jimmy on the other side. Whatever side wants to play off coverage, you've got a bubble. Anyone wants to press up, you go over the top. Yeah. Um, and then Coach Prime said it on signing day. He said, you know, he's a really special talent. He might even play a little wide receiver for us. And then he comes out, Debo Samuel, Tank Dell. Tank Dell is getting a lot of love right now for his route running ability. Yeah. I mean, he's he's quick as a cat. Like, he's yep. insane. He, his one-on-ones at the Senior Bowl were stupid. Out of Houston, and I mean, some real good returning chops, too. Yes. And, and so Saquon. It, it, yeah, and Saquon. Which are all obviously uh, tanks, not big. No, but, no. But uh -uh. uh, you have Dylan, or sorry, you have Debo, who is big, and Saquon, who is very big. Um, but I still love that that's kind of who he's looking to. And, and Debo is just the uh, maybe the utmost just straight playmaker. Like, yeah, you, you can't really call him anything but yeah. just a playmaker. And yeah. I think that's a great person for Dylan to be looking at in terms of. I love it. Wanting to go make plays. Those comps are perfect. Yeah, it's, that was a fun answer. Uh, and it's something that's kind of come up now a couple times because um, Jimmy Horn had an interesting answer to his, and it wasn't just straight wide receivers. He brought up Devin Hester. Um, he brought up a couple running backs too. And so there's like an interesting thing going on here where these guys have a very uh, wide range of people they're looking up to. It's Coach Prime. He played, you know, he could play either side. He could return, yep. and he played multiple sports. Yeah. And yeah. he's recruiting all these athletes who's like, oh, this is a DN who plays tight end. Like, what? Yeah. I've never heard of these kind of guys. <laughs> he's already recruited, like, five that you guys have. And then, you know, all the other athletes. And Travis, like, it's just 
It's Belichickian. This it is. versatility preaching. Uh, people mentioning in the comments that Dylan has bulked up since being on campus. That was the number one reason he said when he was asked, why did you get to campus or why was it important for you to get to campus early? He said to gain weight. Yeah. And he certainly looks like he's bulked up a little bit. You see yep. it in his chest and his arms. Mm -hmm. um, he is he is such an exciting, exciting player. Yep. Um, we'll get into that. Yes, we're going to talk again all about what we saw from practice today. We kept you guys waiting long enough. But first, a shout out to Pins and Aces, Ooh. the official golf apparel brand <coughs> of DNVR. Uh, they have some really cool stuff, head covers, uh, ball markers. Obviously, they're, they're killing it in the polo game and kind of that more flashy polo game that has become so popular in the golf industry right now. Uh, and they've got some really cool collabs. I've heard they've got some even cooler collabs uh, in the books or on the books right now that they're going to be coming. So uh, check out our friends over at Pins and Aces. Use the code DNVR when you go over to Pins and Aces uh, to get in on some sweet, sweet deals. Beautiful. Shout out Pins and Aces. And then also Fubo TV. I love Fubo Slash TV. DNVR. I love it. Been using it all season, even before we partnered with them. So when I heard we were partnering with them, I was hyped. Um, Big Fubo guy over here. Nuggets mm, weren't great to watch last night, but bad, bad in fact. But usually are pretty great to watch. Yep, the Abs—they're yep, awesome. Messed around a little bit last night, still got the dub and locked in their playoff uh, position, and I believe took over first place. Is that correct? They are in first. If you look at the standings, they are at the very top of the central. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. So if you want to watch those two teams who are as good combined as they've ever been ever. By a healthy margin. Yes. Sadly, Billionaire Greed has stopped many people in Colorado from being able to watch that. But Fubo <laughs> TV is hooking you up. So go to <coughs> FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Sign up there so you don't have to miss out on watching these two teams that are in the best condition they've ever been. Well said. Well said, Ryan. All right, Dre. Okay. It's time. Okay. It is time to dive in to what we learned today. I'm going to yeah. let you start. You have a lot. I have a Goodness. lot. We'll just kind of go back. Where to start, sir? You want to go offense? You want to go defense? You want to go unheralded? You want to go heralded? Let's I can go. You want to go with my unit who stood out to me the most? <laughs> I, I got I got answers every which way, Rhino. All right. I'm just now realizing we have multiple segments remaining. Thank so, God my hard out is no longer a hard out. Yeah, we I have were, a my. You would have been paying the dollar per minute for me picking up my <laughs> kid late. Oh, is that a thing? It's a thing. It's a thing. These people, they don't want to be left doing their job after. They Damn, should I should done. start charging people a dollar per minute for Dude, making me I wait for stuff. I think you'd be correct to do that. So let's split this up. You want to yeah. go offense or defense first? Um, Let's go offense. Okay. What stood out? Running backs. Hankerson looked really good early. <clears throat> a lot of RB1 uh, reps. Yeah. Which you wouldn't expect necessarily, but seven on sevens, 11 on 11s. Shadur's out there. It's Anthony, all, Hankerson. It's Anthony Hankerson right there by his side, Been making some like hard runs. And then he broke a big one yep. where I think it's actually going to be a house call until um, Simon Craig. Cam Silman Craig. Cam Silman Craig. Um, comes in and tackles Andre him from behind. Andre is famously bad with names, so you're just going to have to I'm bear like, with I'm like, it's... 
He's been covering the draft for, I don't know, a decade now. And I've he gone has name blind. <laughs> 30,000 names in his head. Too many stupid <laughs> draft names that it really gets me. Um, so he released it out, and maybe just as much was Dylan Edwards, who ran really well out the backfield, looked explosive, broke off two big ones. One was more of a one or two cuts, and then boom. And another one was this like winding, like east to west run that still went for like 40. So this is my maybe my biggest takeaway of the day. Is the last time we were out there at practice, Dylan Edwards took the ball and shot to the edge every time he got it. Uh, and, <laughs> and it works sometimes. Yep. But, you know, when you're playing at a high level, it's different than high school. There's going to be guys who are going to be able to cut you off. And Absolutely. they're going to know, especially when you're on the field, you're looking to bounce it. So I said on that show, the second Dylan Edwards starts learning to get inside and then get outside watch the hell out yep. and that's exactly what he did today on his two big runs well and he looks bulked up right like the yeah. chat's saying so like that's already translated vision i think like you know he's getting caught up to the speed of it yeah. um, so the first the one that you were talking about he gets the ball he goes through the left side of the line goes around a linebacker out the left and then bends all the way back yeah. around like inside a safety and then outside the other it, it was crazy um but Vision I mean, and creativity, though, exactly. out the gazoo. Yeah. Exactly. And, and he does have that, I think, idea in his head that I'm going to score a touchdown every time I touch the ball. Um, and you certainly saw it because he's just willing to try whatever it is to get around people and use that speed as such a weapon. But he, he, I love seeing these guys develop, and that was a clear – the coaching staff challenged him, I think, probably – to start his runs inside and then bounce out, uh, yep. especially on designed inside runs. And he clearly took that. And I think he probably is seeing how that can pay off for him because, mm -hmm. you know, if you get inside first and then you get outside, you've got a lot fewer people to beat. Yeah, no, he uh, he stood out. And then even earlier watching the running backs warm up, they all looked pretty good. But, I mean, Hankerson, Edwards, and, uh, you know, porn stash really stood out. Yes. Yeah, it's porn star. Porn star. Yeah. Stash feels more appropriate. Though. It does. That's what I put in my note. I just put porn porn stash. <laughs> uh, we don't make the nicknames. Coach Prime does. Yeah, that's um, right. While we're on while we're on running backs, we'll just finish the thought on them. So Hank looked great. Uh, ran really hard, man. He's a hard runner. That's kind of what his thing is. Like you know, people maybe don't call him a power back but if you go back and watch the tape from last year like he was running guys over he was breaking tackles that's kind of what he does um yep and then charlie offered all finishes the day we talked about it in our quick takeaways um but he was out there actually with the threes he did get a little work with the ones after hank had an unfortunate yeah um mishap on the exchange with shador you never know whose fault that is but because Scooping he got immediately by upshot yes on that score one, taylor upshot but he got taken out of the game immediately, which makes me think someone thought it was his fault. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Charlie went in next, but Charlie was running with the threes. Last play of practice, third and goal from the one. They hand it to him, and he pops a linebacker in the hole, mm. knocks him back, celebrations on. Yep. Offense wins the, the red zone period, forces the defense to run. And then I loved a moment um, that I hope – Darius or Bucky caught on camera or maybe even just the CU media team um, as they're running you know the offense is chirping a little bit and and Charlie I couldn't see who it was because again no numbers 
got out and, and got a real good chirp in on someone and Shador was dying laughing, went up, gave him a huge dap up. So uh he's uh he's got working his way up. He had another nice run. I think he was with the twos and kind of gets up the middle, breaks a big one. One of the few big plays I saw from the the backup offense. Which leads me to then another standout for me offensively was the starting O-line because obviously two makes all the difference of the world. Having Shadur behind center, there's a big drop-off. Um, but I feel like that drop-off isn't just the quarterback. It's the second and third offensive lines where, to me, in the trenches, the defense looked to have the upper hand for most of practice. But I thought the ones on the O-line behave themselves pretty well, and you have the right side, Jake Wiley, who I believe is a member of the Dungeon family. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, former fairly highly touted recruit that yep. they were able to get. So he's playing right tackle. Jack Wilty, the Iowa kid, right guard. Then you have Van Wells at yep. center. Who Van Wells is such a center. <laughs> you <laughs> just look just at him, you, could, you would 100% he's know he's a center. He's the tag. Um... And then um, left guard, of course, our guy, Tyler Brown. Yep. And uh, big old 6'10", Christian Lichtenhan. Just call him Tank. Tank is playing left tackle. Yep. And he he was the shakiest to me. He's so freaking tall. Like, yeah. He just, you know. but well, When you so put a guy like JB across. get under his tab. You put a guy pads, like, like Jeremiah Brown across from him who has that quick first step, and, and it's a tough matchup. Absolutely. But in general, I thought that unit looked really well, Look, yeah. looked good. Yep. And that's a unit I would compare their effort against maybe some more highly touted defensive prospects to what the secondary showed us against some more highly touted wide receiver prospects. Yep. I actually do have a hard out, but not until 4.30, so we're good. I think but the whole show so has a hard out at 4.30 because right. another show must go on. All right, yes, all, right, Ryan. All, right, all right, all right, all right. But there's so much to talk about. Let's talk about... We've nearly scraped the surface. Let's talk about Shador um, because... Two. I, I got more excited seeing him today... More thumbs up, um, than ...than I even was last time we saw him. Um, he, I feel like he's really close in terms of the chemistry with this group of receivers to becoming an unstoppable force. Um, now full disclosure, couple misses, um, and tried some deep bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know. forced it deep on some. And, and I think he's trying to oh, get yeah, that yeah. timing yeah, down. That's yeah. what you're, that's the point of what you're doing, you know, in these spring practices, um, you know, he had a miss to Jimmy Horn in the seam, but on the whole, man, he is so poised and he's so comfortable and he's so accurate when he is given the time to do so. Um, play of the day, in my opinion, is a third and I would call it 11. Um, they had, I think, an incomplete on first, uh, a run for negative yards on second, and he gets third and 11. And pressure just bearing down on him and he's just trying to buy time for that dig route from travis hunter uh -huh. to come across the middle and, and you know that's one of the tough that, you know when you hear about quarterbacks standing in the pocket so often it's this route right because if you're in man coverage against a dig mm -hmm. it's going to take a second to open up but you just know it's going to be yeah. there uh and so he waits and waits and waits and you know kind of gets back a little bit and just rips one in there uh to travis hunter who makes the play moves the chains 
Uh, and it's just, it, it was such a great highlight of who those two guys are. And it's funny because right before that play started, I said, man, I can't believe they're going man against Travis out here. Good luck. And, you know, they got burned. Easy ball placement when you see them compared to the other quarterbacks. It's just everything's on the money. You are comparing them to watching someone throw darts. And then um, there's a throw from the pocket where he just gets to the sideline. So easy, man. Oh, yeah. I just think his arm strength is so underrated. He threw a, a comeback route from the left hash all the way to the right sideline, which I think some coaches would tell you is a, a no-no. A, a do not throw. Yeah. Not allowed. Yeah. Did it anyway. Completed it easy. It's because few guys have that yes, arm strength. I know. So that's why it's a do not, you know? Like, yep. And not everyone can go oppo, like, you know? Like. It's true. Um, you had a good, uh, well, he hit one deep ball. Um, at Maybe least. two, but there was a crowd. Yeah, there was a crowd. It's hard for us to know. We'll, we'll call it two. Yeah. Uh, but one really big one down the right sideline to Travis Hunter. And it feels like that Travis Hunter. So, so a couple different ones. The Travis oh. Hunter Shador chemistry is dialed. Yeah. Um, there was a, a scramble where Shador broke out of the pocket. And Travis Hunter took three steps like he was running for the end zone. And somehow he and Shador, like this is a completely unscripted play. For whatever reason, Shador just knew he was about to turn around. Travis stops on a dime, turns around, Shador hits him on the money. And it was just like, man, those two guys have it. Travis and only practiced that wide receiver today. It's always right? been doing the whole spring. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I feel like it's coming with Jimmy Horn for sure in terms of uh, the chemistry. And then one more, especially early in practice, uh, I felt like it was really there with Zico. If you mm, have those three, yep, yep, yep. Good luck. Good luck. 100%. Good luck stopping those guys. So, yeah. Uh, I just feel like Shador's uh, just building, just really close with those receivers. When it when it fully clicks, I just don't know what you're going to be able to do. And I took a note down here. There was a there was a choice route out there. Shador calls Travis over after the play and he's like, Hey, on that choice route, do this. If, if he's here, you know, and it was just like, wow. And early on you saw Travis got really frustrated down in the red zone. I think they kind of talked about it after that. Cause he was kind of being held on the final play of their sequence, you know? So you're seeing that chemistry building um, for sure. And Travis to me would be my final offensive standout for everything you just said. Dude. The, Change of direction is just otherworldly. Mm -hmm. It's quite impressive. And yet, as I said, I thought that secondary looked really good, man. Yep. They we'll get to defense. We'll get to defense. Okay. We'll okay. get to defense. Okay. Uh, we have 223 likes, which is awesome. Let's get that to 300 and then see where we can go from there. Yeah, you guys um, got But us. we have to remind you of a couple more sponsors because you guys have been so awesome. More people want to want to sponsor this show. Let's go. Uh, so thank you to the comments for uh, making that possible for us and, and all the viewers and all the listeners at home. Yes. Shady Rays. <laughs> Shady Rays season is very much upon us. Yep. Um, I've got mine upstairs. Yep. It's amazing. It, it snowed yesterday, but then it was sunny today. So great. N never a bigger time where you need the shades. So but, great. Uh, we're also looking for like 70s this weekend, 80s next week. Got to get over to Shady Rays and use the code DNVR. You get two for one. Two for the price of one. It's insane. Shady Rays, like I've deal. said before, if you're like me, just get two of your favorite pair because you're going to end up losing or breaking one. Um, that's but, just... But these are like... 
They're high quality. Oh. They're gonna be harder for you to break. Even okay, okay. Is that, is that your better go? That's my, better go pick up that, my daughter. I was like, charge hard, a dollar a minute. out alarm. Yeah, but it's okay. We got it covered. All right. Um. Yeah. Shady Rays have your eyes covered though as well. Yes, they absolutely do. Um. And again, use the code DNVR at Shady Rays two for one. What a deal. Also, Bacchus and Shanker. If you need to sue, smash that two, 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 two. Backus and Shanker, who you got to call if you have been injured and it is not your fault. Backus and Shanker absolutely wins for Colorado families. Yes. And you know what? You don't have to pay a single penny to them yep. until they win uh, your case. That is Coach Prime-like confidence. I was going to say, they're, they're not going to... It's like Coach Prime's recruiting. They're not selling you on anything. Nope. They're just going to do right by you. And then if you win, we all win. You know, that that's dub. the Backus and Shanker way. They're like Coach Prime. Yeah. And you know what to do. Smash that, too. Like, smash, it's the Shadur line. It's 2-2-2-2-2-2-2. Two, 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 two. I think you missed a couple, but, yeah. Just press <laughs> 2 until it starts dialing. Uh, all right. Let's get to the defensive side of the ball, who I felt Boom. you were. Boom. You loved up the defense today. The offense struggled at times, and I thought it wasn't for offensive demerits. It was how good the defense looked. In some ways, dominant against second and third units, and I thought made some big plays consistently against the first unit. Um, walk on safety. Jordan Wolverton made some good plays. Could line up outside, holding his own. I thought maybe even more of a standout was Ben Finneseth. Yes. Who covered Zico really nicely, and they were moving him around, and it was just like, they seem so well coached, man. Like they're they're lined up right. I, I was telling you and you were like, yeah, Coach Kelly knows what he's doing. Well, dude, think about this. No Shiloh. No Cormani yep. McLean. Yep. And that defense is is holding their yeah, own. And Travis is playing on offense. And Travis is playing on offense. It's not wasn't tilting the field. Tavion Beasley has a nice interception. Uh former St. John Bosco Jackson State kiddo. And then um, who was the final one? Harris had a nice play. Simeon Harris, he's, you know, he's six foot corner out of California, and he looked good at times. Yeah. Honestly, some big plays being made. And to me, uh, you mentioned it, coaching. The coaching staff is across the board so star-studded. Star but, man, it feels like Charles Kelly is making it easy on these guys by just having them lined up correctly. Just lined up right. Isn't that crazy? It seems so simple. <sighs> it's not, though. It's really it's not. not. And, and, and Buffs fans know it as well as anyone. Like, we've seen Kadeem Carey run for 340-something yards um, way back. But even just last year, you've seen teams just absolutely run over us because guys aren't lined up correctly. Um, and Coach Kelly and his staff are getting these guys in the right position Coach Prime obviously plays a big role in that as well. Yep. Loved what Nick Williams said today about being impressed with Coach Prime's offensive knowledge, not just his defensive knowledge, which is something I've talked about on this show before too. But, dude, these guys are just in such great positions to make plays. And they keep doing it. Uh, and it's really impressive. And the fact that you're talking about walk-ons who are making plays shows you that the coach is putting them in the right position. Finneseth also walk on? I or believe he's like so. a returning. So yeah, I mean, those things stood Someone, out, man. Like yeah. they've got size and coverability, yeah. and they 
that can kind of be these hybrid defenders where it's like you could be closer to the line of scrimmage, drop in coverage, and it's nice, man. But Tavion Beasley had a pick. Um, and yeah. you know, several guys were just making plays all, yes. all over there. That secondary is gonna have plenty of talent, especially if slash when Travis joins them. Yeah. Right. Not to mention all the other guys you said. Like there's no breed love out there, right? Like was he uh, yeah, yeah. So there's well, it's coming. It, it, it was it, so hard to tell the front seven standouts, but seemed like Jeremiah Brown was really making a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. And Upshaw definitely had the scoop and score. It was hard to tell who was getting a couple pressures up the middle. So, so hard. Yeah. One of these days, it's going to be a lot easier for us to break these guys down because there's plenty. Uh, let me see if there's anything else I have here. Um, one funny note, and, and this is how it is a, a lot of times, but I just love the dynamic here. <laughs> Coach Prime doubles as the head ref. And so anytime there's a question on whether or not where a ball should be spotted, what it, yep. the whole team just stops and looks at coach and, you know, he'll throw up the two second down, you know, second and one or it's fourth, whatever. And it's just, I just love it. I think it's hilarious. So like great. as everything pauses, they're like, and everyone just stops and stares at coach prime and he makes his call of what he decided to do. And there was a big one where he called it third and one instead of a first down after kind of a big push from the offensive line to get Charlie Offerdahl forward. And then, of course, the next play is Charlie Offerdahl's big touchdown. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see if there's anything else. Do, 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 do. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but I loved maybe oh. my favorite sequence was seven on seven. This is offense. Back-to-back -to -back touchdowns. One to Jimmy Horn. One to Travis Hunter. Yeah. And it's I a just, fun one. Travis Hunter is such a weapon in the red zone because he's so hard to stay with. Yeah, for sure. Um, final note I have. Carter starts things off as QB2, Drew Carter. Mm -hmm. Felt like by the end of the day, Colton Allen was making more of an impression as QB2. Interesting. I did not. And you thought. I think I actually disagree with what you're saying. There's another quarterback, yeah, Ryan Staub. Yeah. Who stood out to you more than anyone? Well, no. So I actually think Drew Carter had the best day uh, of the backups. Really? Yeah. Really Allen certainly has a big arm. So he's like, every time I've seen him, he's making a big throw down field, which is, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but I think Drew Carter was the best I've seen Drew Carter. And, and you know, I've been hard on Drew Carter. He got some good, um, like, QB2 reps for sure. But he made absolutely, I'm going to make sure I check myself before I say this. I think he made the throw of the day. Um with the second offense in the red zone drill last reps last rep of the day for him um and he rolls out to his left pivots those hips throws a dot to uh the wide receiver estes um, oh right 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 who yep. toe taps in the side of the end zone uh and gets a touchdown to essentially even things out because the defense has gotten a stop on the ones the, the second team offense gets the touchdown to even things out and, and give the third team offense a chance to go out there and score that that technically like practice winning touchdown. So yep. um, I still believe they're going to be hot on the trail trying to improve QB2, but I, I got to give Drew credit, Drew Carter his credit where it's due. I thought I thought he had a nice practice today. People have some good quarterback talk, you know, so got to give it to him. They do. All right, we're going to do some questions talk here in just a second. But again, 
One more sponsor. Shout out to Let's DraftKings go. Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook. Dre, Dre and I love DraftKings Sportsbook as much as anyone. Had a big withdrawal night the other night. Best best night is when you get to withdraw your money yep. uh, from Indeed DraftKings Sportsbook. Indeed throw it right it into the bank account, and it hits immediately. Yep. Our guy Dev Johnson got me in on a good one last night. Uh, oh. Christian Brown over a three. Over point five threes. Point five. Love that. Everyone loves a low number. Everyone so. loves a low number. That does hit. Um, and again, when you withdraw your money from DraftKings, it hits your account immediately, which is pretty cool. So uh, respect to them for that. Uh, you got a pick for us tonight? Anything on your mind? Anything sticking out to you? Not really, man. Not Fair really. Enough. Fair enough. Get over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Kind of Use the code DNVR when you sign up. Uh, get $200 in free bets when you do so. When you just bet $5 on any Money line. Boom. Of course, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ohio, that's not for you. And oh, correct. Shout Florida, out Ohio. to our presenting sponsor, Illegal Beats. You know, you just want Anytime you yeah, can throw yeah, in yeah. an Illegal Beats. Yeah. All right. What Let's do you think Jake's kicking himself more? Not eating Illegal Beats right now or missing this practice? Today? Missing this practice. That guy um, loves ball. He loves ball. He loves man. ball. Dude. I know he's bummed out that yeah. he didn't get to see that today. I love that so much about but, him that you know, he's in Hawaii missing a ball. Yeah, I mean, twerking has consequences. <laughs> <laughs> That's a t shirt. If I ever heard one, that's a t shirt right there. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here from the people. Appreciate all of you guys in the comments. And uh, let's see what we got. Okay. What was the most impressive thing you saw at practice? What was the reaction among media? Most impressive thing I saw at practice. Honestly, that that play that I told you about with uh, Shador rolling right. Yeah. Travis making the DB thinking he's going for the crib, stopping on a dime and the ball hitting him in the chest mere milliseconds later. Yeah, to me, it'd be that sideline throw by Shador or the couple Dylan Edwards runs, you know? Yeah. Those stood out to me for sure. Yeah. And the throw to Estes from Drew Carter. Yeah. It's a dot. God, I'd love some numbers and to be a smidge more dialed on the line because I could tell you a few more in-depth plays that came from them, but don't got it at me. All right. Or the throw with pressure in his face on the dig route to Travis. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, from Sean says, just had my custom made gift for y'all hand delivered to my office today. Can't oh wait gosh. to give it to you guys. Incredible. I am so excited to find Incredible. out what this is. Incredible. Thank wow. you so much, man. Uh, I can't wait to see it. All right. Big Teasy with the super chat. Thank you so much for the super chat. Big Teasy. My only issue, of course, we don't see it every minute. I haven't seen a true leader step up. Have you during open practice? The sense that I get right now is that leadership is amongst groups. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so, do. like, I think that Shador is doing a fantastic job of especially leading the offense, um, but more so even the wide receivers. Like, he's really leading those skill position yep. guys and, and telling them where to be and where to go. Um, like I said, I think Shane Cokes has stepped up as a leader for the defensive line. Um but I think you might you might be on to something that no one has essentially taken on the like motivator role. And if I were on this team, I would certainly like Tyler Brown's done a great job of uh leading the offensive line, I think. 
But if I were on this team and I was trying to earn Coach Prime's respect, that would be something I, I would want to do. Cam Silman Craig, another guy who, standed, who stood out to me for energy and leadership. But, like, the guy who's, like, pops out on the field and is, like, yelling at everyone, like, come on, boys, turn it up. Like, let's turn up this intensity. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, such an easy – and it has to be true within you. Like, yeah. you got to feel that. Um, and, and it can't necessarily be manufactured, but that's an easy way to get the coaches on your side. I'd also say, like, take it all with a grain of salt. These kids right now are simply trying to adjust and learn a new scheme and a new rhythm of practice. Yeah. So there's not a much an, a much time to be the motivational speaker. You're just trying to get your assignment right at the right time and, like, keep up with this pace. Um, and I think you are getting some of that from the coaches, right, right yeah. now. And it's an outstanding coaching staff. But the best teams are, are led uh, oh, yeah. internally yep. by their own players. Yeah. So. Um, and, and I think, again, Shador going to do a great job of that. I think there's plenty of candidates on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree with the commenter that there hasn't been someone yet to make themselves stand out from what we've seen. Remember, two, two open practices that we've seen start to finish. And, of course, every well-off video. Yep. Haven't yet seen someone say, I want to be the, uh, the guy for this team. For sure. For sure. All right, 300 likes. Appreciate you guys so much. Maybe we have time for 350. Could it be? From Lamar, what are your thoughts on Caleb Mathis? So Caleb really stood out to me in the first practice uh-huh. we went to. Not, uh, I didn't see quite as much today. Again, really hard without numbers. There's probably a couple times he made a play on the opposite side of the field, and I didn't know it was him. But yeah. the speed certainly jumps out for me. He is fast. Um, oh, he's another long, fast guy. Like yeah. that whole receiver room, like just looks so. Long. I actually did notice Mathis on a couple plays, kind of towards the end of practice, a couple nice grabs. So, um, but man, I mean, you're you're fighting for snaps right now at wide yeah. receiver. Like you really are. But you're right. The combination of speed and length is is a weapon for him. Um, and yeah. you know, you can just imagine like back shoulder throws and the fact that he can get his arms way out away from his body. Oh yeah. Um, and for a guy that young who again, already has a relationship with Shador and I, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a contributor at some point in his career and who knows how soon that could be. Yeah. Who knows how, what, what class is he? Is he a freshman? freshman. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. True freshman. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Sport Geek, did you see recruits there? We did see one recruit there. Um, a big a big guy. <laughs> big guy, yes. So That's all we could say? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, all I, I, it's no, all all I, I had say. was an <laughs> O-lineman. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what restrictions you have. You no, know? I, I think we could. We could. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, we were trying to figure it out. And, that, that and for those, I saw some people commenting like, "I hope you guys give us the depth chart." We can't really do that. Can't really do that. Now you can gather things from us talking about things happening and when they happen. 
you need a few more practices and a few more numbers but before I just, you get that charted up. Well, no, I, we're just not allowed to. Like, we can't oh. sit here and say, okay, so and so is this position, this position, this but position, this position. We so. did tell you the yeah, you, you the can starting o line. We yeah, told you, you, you RB one. We told you about the competition. Don't incriminate us. Looking like you know, you know, you listen, you tune in, you might you might catch some good tidbits here. All we're doing is talking about what happened. Bro, we're just talking ball over <laughs> here. Um, all right, uh, a couple more. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, uh, Big T Z said, "How do the backup quarterbacks look?" Oh, we uh, gave you the full break. How about the O and D line? Yeah, I mean, backup quarterbacks certainly better. D line won the day, man. D line looked really good, explosive, physical. He actually a little too. Got to get your hands off the quarterback. There, there were a few quarterback gets knocked down on pressure where though in the in an NFL practice that's probably a a, Pack a scuff up. I didn't. Did, please tell me that Shador did not end up on the ground. Shador did not, but okay, the, right. the backups could got roughed up, man. I, if, I wasn't a fan of that. Shador, I wasn't a fan of that. If the back of his jersey hits the turf, we've got problems. Yeah, absolutely. Even you'll jump in. I might have to. Yeah, he's <laughs> true buff through and through. Uh, next one from the H family. How is Shador's uh, chemistry with who? Oh, Montana Lamonius Craig. I've never heard him called that. Um, he had a couple. It's throws, a work in progress, right? Yeah, it's a work yeah. in progress. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see how that develops because it's clear that uh, Shador likes him. He's out there in Miami with Shador, right? J five, right? Um, but it's kind of like what I said. I just feel like they're uh, maybe maybe I bet you by the spring game that that chemistry is dialed uh, and they're able to put on a show. They're working, man. It's all work in progress. Any update on Trevor Woods? Not necessarily. None. Um, I know he's good at football. My update. <laughs> and then last one here uh, from Sloan. Dre, more importantly, how many pairs of Vans do you own? I'm at 30 pairs myself. I think you have me beat. Um, I'm probably in the high teens, low 20s. Are you a strictly Vans guy? Kind of, yeah, kind of. I'm pretty much a strictly Nike guy. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I do have Vans. Like, I don't I don't see Vans as a competitor to Nike. Totally, totally. But I, I, I'm brand loyal to a fault. I think I'm just loyal to all things that I like. Um, it's more like, yeah, it's, there's a loyalty, convenience. It's just like, I know my size. I know the fit. Yeah, for me, it's just like, I don't kind know. A I, wide ass foot. I feel like know? I'm like. I'm on some sort of team. I don't know why, mm. but like, I, like, I could see an Adidas shoe that I thought was fire, and I would feel like I can't, like I shouldn't buy it. I'm just my feet are the Van Wells of feet. It's a real center build. So <laughs> I thought you were calling them me well. Your shoe, you can go just call your feet Vans Wells. Oh, that now that. <laughs> And I know collab <laughs> get us uh, the CU Center and Vans all in one room. Magic is coming out of that. There we go. Um, okay. Uh, Southside said all the Montana slanders. Crazy to me. Have you watched this taping? Well, I don't know. Maybe that's coming in in the comments. It's not coming from me. Um, he's a good wide receiver, and I think he has. Certainly. he's going to contribute for this team for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. 
what else uh, we got? Anything? That's it. Man. That's All right. It. That was a lot. A lot, um, lot to get through. It's it's an absolute pleasure to be able to go and watch football uh, on a Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday morning actually, was in April. Like yeah, that was pretty. I got I got to give a thank you to Coach Prime and and you know the whole media staff up there for letting us in a couple times here. Um, it's a uh, it's certainly a privilege and it's so much fun to be able to come back here and talk about it with you guys. So. Appreciate you all for tuning in so much. Dre, appreciate you for making it up to Boulder today and, uh, and watching you, practice man. with me. Yep. Uh, and uh, we will catch you tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.